Listen, I am two seconds away from calling the police. They'd never make it in time. Fear, by classic definition, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. What do you find scary? What gives you nightmares? For years in horror movies, we have seen countless examples of what is scary or causes fear. Tonight, we will look deeper into that pool of examples and uncover which scenes in horror movies cause this extreme and yet sometimes seductive emotion. Join us as the Night Watch Zone and friends present the scariest moments in horror movies. What really does it for me in terms of finding a scene within a horror film scary is one that really takes its time and really has you on the edge of your seat. And the payoff is not of one of a jump scare, but one of sheer unrelenting terror. The imagery is very important, as well as the lighting. And the music is very important to me. A great piece of music to go along and enhance that scene is always appreciated. Welcome to the channel, ladies and gentlemen. We made it. We're live presenting the scariest moments in horror movies. Uh, we've got Coriander, of course, and Killian, but also special guests, Steven, Eric, and Ben. What's going on, guys? My pleasure, man. Hey, hey thanks, for, thanks for having me. A little golf wave there, Ben. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, guys. <laughs> so um, we're getting going. Sorry about the delay. We had a little bit of internet situation, but hopefully this will go smoothly. We're hoping and praying, but we're going to be counting down 20 moments, the scariest moments, and we also do have some honorable mentions. And first of all, just to say, we want to thank all of the creators, all the YouTubers, all the supporters that took time to join us in this project. It's the biggest project we've ever done. And, yeah, it um, is. <laughs> and uh, we're just happy that everyone was able to join in. Hopefully you guys will enjoy uh, what we've got going on for you. Um, before I start off, and any of you guys can answer it, answer this, but... Are there any moments that just jump out in your mind other than the ones that you may have possibly talked about? Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Give me one. Give me one. The I, I would say the, the big one for me would be Sleepaway Camp. First, first movie I ever watched. Someone's going to talk about it. Uh, no spoilers, but the final scene really, uh, really, <laughs> really surprised and shocked me. Okay. All right. Sounds good. Anyone else? Uh, the first one that came to mind that was not my choice, as you said, is a, a kind of what Ben said, the first horror movie he saw. The first horror movie I remember seeing anything from, not from beginning to end, but anything from, will always stick with me is the, the, the final scare in the original Friday the 13th. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't know when I saw it, but I was a kid and 
that's the first thing that I I will remember ever concerning a horror movie. All right. <laughs> All right. Anyone else yeah. before we begin officially? I mean, I'll throw one out there. It's and it kind of goes back to what you just mentioned. Some of the scariest moments were when I was a kid seeing these horrific images for the first time, literally like never seeing something like this ever. And, and for me, it was the shining. It was, it was the seeing Jack Nicholson going after them in the end. And mm-hmm. that when seeing him hit the ax, you know, and just the whole thing, I will mm-hmm. still to this day, remember, never forget that. It was terrifying when, when, you know, when I saw that the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. All yeah. right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, all right. Well, listen, and I also want to thank uh, everyone that's in the chat. You guys are, are really, really awesome. Um, so many people in there can't get to you all, but um, thank you guys for joining and hopefully you guys are going to enjoy this. So let's start with uh, number 20. We're going to do a couple of these in a row. So uh, hold on, guys. Here we go. Happy Halloween, pal. Your friendly neighborhood master cast here with my favorite, my scariest movie moment. Now, it doesn't necessarily come from a horror film. It comes from kind of a science fiction, autobiography type film. The film being Communion starring the amazing, amazing Christopher Walken. This is based on the true life case of Whitley Strieber and uh, his history of alien abductions. Now, I'm a big believer. You don't have to be a believer for this movie to work for you, but I am a big believer early on. One of uh, Whitley Strieber's, in this case, Christopher Watkins' early abductions uh, features a creeping alien that's watching him from a doorway. Now, it seems very simple. I, I believe he's sitting in bed, and uh, he-, he sees something. He says, who is that? Who is over there? I hear a noise. And then a f- mm, freaky-ass alien face peers around. Like, this is the door, right? And it just peers around the, the corner like that. Bone chilling, bone chilling. I, I, I'm to this day, I, I haven't forgotten it. It is there's something about it that's just so powerful and and awful and and frightening. Uh, maybe it's a primal thing, but it scares the hell out of me. And, and I honestly feel bad for people who are being abducted on a daily basis. That's a scary way to live, but it's only a movie, or is it anyway? That's my favorite scary movie moment. I have been your friendly neighborhood, Master Chaos. I hope you have a wonderful, spooky, candy-filled, and happy Halloween. For me, the scariest moment in horror has to be the ending of 1973's supernatural psychological thriller, Don't Look Now. Essentially, Julie Christie and Donna Sutherland play a couple who go to Venice to try and get over the grief of the loss of their daughter and repair their marriage. And while there, uh, a string of very weird murders and occurrences happen. And also, Donna Sutherland sees what he believes to be his deceased daughter roaming the catacombs underneath the city. So, as the movie progresses, he starts to follow her deeper and deeper into the catacombs. And when he finally confronts her, when he finally turns the the little figure wearing the red background, it turns out to be some bizarre hag abomination uh, uh, of a dwarf that cuts his throat out in over. And it's so jarring. It just comes out in over. And 
it, it, it makes you wonder so many things. Is this happening? Is this real? Is this a manifestation of his guilt? And it just, it's just one of the biggest shocks in horror and thriller there is. A lot of people say Psycho. I actually think this is a lot more effective than Psycho, the reveal at the end. And if you haven't seen Don't Look Now, I highly implore you to check it out. It is a fantastic movie and for me, one of the best scares in cinema. So about halfway through Child's Play, the 1988 Tom Holland classic, Miss Barclay, Catherine Hicks, has just gotten home from the police department where her son is being held and accused of murdering her best friend. All the evidence points to the fact that he did it or some little kid and not that his good guy doll killed her. That's what Andy's story is. And this is classic suspense because the whole, the audience knows what's going on, but the characters don't. So she's brought home Chucky, the doll, and she refuses to believe that it's a lie, but at the same time, she refuses to believe that her son actually murders me. This whole scene, this is one of my favorites, is her trying to process these two things. You say something, you little bastard. Now Tom Holland's great. He likes to slow burn things. He kind of stretches it out a little bit. It's not just the doll comes to life. But we get to see this process unfold. First, she picks up the good guy doll box and the batteries fall out. Already horrifying enough. Second, just to make sure there's not other batteries in Chucky, she opens Chucky. No batteries. His head spins around. Awesome jump scare. But the cherry on top of the shit Sunday that is this incredibly horrifying moment is that she lights a fire and in a rage holds the doll up and threatens the doll that if it doesn't speak, she's going to throw it into the goddamn fire. I said talk to me, damn it, or else I'm going to throw you in the fire! You stupid bitch, you filthy slut! And then suddenly the doll comes to life, which we knew it was going to, but no one could have ever expected in such a spectacular fashion. First impressions are so important, and they don't get much better than this. All right. Nice. <laughs> wow. Awesome. All right. So those are the first three. We got Triv. Triv is here as well. What's hey, going on? Nice. Hello. <laughs> How's it going? Going pretty good. Um, real quick, and I just wanted to also say for you guys, any reaction to those first three moments that we have, or that we've had so far? Man, all, all I know is this, the, the, the creepy alien watching you in right? the darkness. You yeah. see that, that, that typical stereotype alien face, right? kind of, you know, the oval and the big the eyes. It's eyes. like, yep. what? Like, ooh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I actually, I had never seen that until uh, Master Chaos had told me about that. We did an episode on the old channel, and he kind of introduced me to that. And I was like, man, this is a creepy-ass movie. And he he hates the movie as far as the creepiness. It really gets him. <laughs> so when I saw that that's what he was doing, his video, and I was like, wow, he's really going nice. there. He was really going there. But also Child's Play. That's a great one, too. What do, what do you guys think about that scene? That was a good one. Uh like, well, first off, uh, the the first one with uh, it, Christopher Walken always is, has a creep factor to to him to begin with. Right. But what I liked about that scene, I've never seen the movie, but now I want to. It's the subtlety. You just you got the bookcase, and then it peers out, and then it disappears. That's right. creepy and scary. But right, concerning right. uh concerning Child's Play, like like Alex says, it's you have that great jump scare. You know, you're already building up the tension, which you know what's going to happen. 
you right. know, as the audience. But then you have that the head twisting around, and then the surprise. Like I never, you know, seen it for the first time. I didn't know Chucky was going to be this foul mouthed, you know, character. And then yeah. just seeing all, all that and the rage and the, the the animatronics with the brow and the, the jaws. It's it's still a great scene. Love it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially yeah. for back then. I mean, you know, just what they were able to do, it was really, really uh, pretty good for back then for special effects. Were you going to say something, Ben? Uh, that was the only one of those three movies that I've seen, Child's Play. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, no, like, no, yeah. Oh, Same okay. boat. Huh? Same boat. Uh, oh, okay. Child's Play was the yeah. only one. Okay. Yeah, same here. All same right. Here. Well, hey, yeah. movies to maybe think about. All right, guys, let's go into the next couple and see what we got. We're going to head into number 17. And by the way, <laughs> that's one thing I didn't mention. None of the creators know where their movie landed. Nope. And the way that we figured this out, there was four of us that took the whole list of the 20, and we ranked them individually, and then we took the average um, from that to really uh, you know, come up with the ranking. So it was really by chance. It worked out pretty good, though. So anyways... All right, we're going to head yeah, to, let's see. Yeah, you know, number 17. All right, here we go, guys. Uh, the scene I chose is from Jaws. Uh, it's Ben Gardner's boat, guys. Um, it's a classic scene. It's a really good jump scare. You know, they set the tone perfectly. They're out at night. It's foggy and uh you know they're investigating this derelict boat that they've come across uh not really a good idea to go drinking and, and diving but it happens here okay whatever it's official police business that's fine and um you know hooper goes down to investigate it he puts on his diving gear he gets in the water he's looking at the hull and he finds this big hole in the hull of the boat and what's in the hole well, a shark's tooth, for starters, and it's a great scene because the music's very quiet and, and, and you've got this relaxation of like, oh, you're underwater, but it's so tense because you don't know if Jaws is going to come up at right of the camera, left of the camera, underneath the camera. You don't know where Jaws is going to come up. There's a shark tooth and he's like quietly examining it. The music's very, very subtle here. And then all of a sudden, this corpse pops out of the hole and he scares the crap out of him. Like, you think it's going to be Jaws. It's a corpse. It's a jump scare. You're faked out. It's uh, it's it's a corpse in the hole. Pops right out. Scares Hooper. He swims to the surface. Um, it, it's just a great scene. I, I like it. It always used to get me uh, as a child. And sometimes even now it still gets me. It's just a good jump scare. Classic. Uh, I still don't know how he missed, how he lost his eyeball. But but uh, he, he, he's got no eyeball. So Jaws eats eyes. Who would have known? Hey guys, Luke here from Movie Massacre 1987 and my scariest moment in any movie is from the movie Texas Chainsaw Massacre directed by Toby Hooper and it's the particular scene where Sally Ann is in the petrol station and she gets captured by Drayton Sawyer and she's being transported by him in his truck to the Sawyer ranch and um, it's just he's so manic in that scene so just psychotic he changes from being like a happy friendly guy to just dead evil and then he goes back and he's like he's beating her in the with a stick in the car and he's like hitting her you got nothing to worry about you you 
And it just, it was just a scene that really stuck with me. It really scared me. It was like his grin, his laugh is like, I'm gonna let you go, you can go home soon. And he's like, ah, like doing it in. And uh, it's just something that really got under my skin. Really freaked me out. I didn't like the way he was splitting back into the lighting on that particular scene as well. The way it was just captured like the demented manic look on his face. Uh, really scary scene. scene I picked is Frank Sweeper from the original Hellraiser. And let me just set the scene for you. Uh, Christy's dad cuts himself in the attic, and later on we see the floorboards rustling, and all of a sudden this goo starts growing on the floorboards, and there's this eerie smoke, and the, the rats are freaking the fuck out. The rats know what's up. They're like, oh no, oh no. Like, they know what's up. And all of a sudden these two like insect-like stumps bust out of the floor. They start extending out and pulling itself up and you see more of this insect skeletal creature kind of reform itself through great stop motion effects a lot of gooeyness i love the gooeyness of the scene there's a great musical score going on in the background that's uh actually a mix of horror and wonderment which i like you you see the brain reform and connect onto the skeletal stump and you just see this skeleton rising this thing's reforming as it's pulling itself up usually monsters either just pull themselves up out of the ground or they reform this one's multitasking frank's an impatient dude and my favorite part of this sequence is the ending the music is this funny and you got the the beautiful lighting from the background of the, the windows that look like they have newspaper on them and you see the skeleton frank like all gooey and kind of not fully reformed but almost and he yells so dope. Fantastic scene. Um, part two is my favorite, but uh, they have nothing that's on the this scene. It's so visceral, so haunting, so beautiful, and such great use of practical effects. You'll never see anything like this again. That was that was awesome, Trent. That was awesome. Damn. That was, oh, that was good. And we got Neil. Neil's in with us live. What's going on, man? How you doing? Doing great, man. How are y'all? I'm good, good. good. Hanging in there, watching some of these. Um, for you guys, any other any other scenes or moments that come to your mind that are just really great that you'd celebrate as scary moments in horror movies? And anyone can just jump in and and just throw something out there. From these movies, you mean in particular, the last three, or just in general? Any, no, just in general. Well, I, you know, it's funny. I, I have one, and and. You know, hope nobody laughs at me. But if you've ever played <laughs> played this game, you will give it respect. It's from a video game, the original Resident Evil video game for the PlayStation mm -hmm. One. The first time you go down that corridor, and oh yeah, you, mm -hmm. and the dogs jump through the glass. Yep. Right. Up until that time, I had never played anything like that. I had never played a horror video game proper. Shots right, out right, to right. Friday the Thirteenth on N NES. But <laughs> to, to, that, to that effect and to that much detail, and I still remember when the mm -hmm. dogs come through the glass, my reaction was, holy shit, you know, like, what, what, what is this? Mm -hmm. And you're just like running because if they catch you, you're dead. So right, thank right. you. Thank you, Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> of course, the movies were not really like that, though, were they? Yeah, not, not as scary as the game. Maybe this new one, though. <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen the trailer for the new one? Yep. No. It looks good. Looks really good. It looks good. 
it does look good. It looks like it's actually going to kind of capture some of the the essence of the games. Like we'll for see. real, for real this time. <laughs> no, for you got to check who, out the yeah. trailer, man. Who, who's who's directing this one? Who's directing it, Eric? I don't know. <laughs> I, it's a name I haven't heard. But I'll say this: it, it, oh, it's, oh. it's connecting. It's connecting game one and two in one oh, film. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Don't give there up hope, Killian. Right. <laughs> I'll try. I've been I've been hurt too many there's times. Always, there's always hope, man. There's always hope. Um, and real quick too, in the chat, I just wanted to say hi to some of these guys in here. Um, Rare reviewing is in the chat. We've got Tashana's in the chat. Of course, hey. we've got uh, Slasher Fred, who um, you know <laughs> he, he's he's always there for us. Thank you so much for being here, my man. Strange Monkeys in the chat saying Killian is speaking the truth. Resident Evil was very scary the first time around. Ooh, you can't move that camera or anything, <laughs> Ooh, right? <laughs> Paul's in the chat saying yes, Killian. Shout out to the OG. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, there's Master Chaos right there saying it had great jumps. Master Chaos, everyone is really, really intrigued by communion. So you'll, mm-hmm. you'll have to definitely <laughs> yes. maybe do another episode on that or something like that. That'd be really, really cool. Um, maybe we got Tristan. We got Jen. We got a bunch of people in here. What we're going to do um, next, we do have um, a couple of montages that um, of a couple of people that are not part of the 20 in the countdown, but they talked about what makes a scene or a moment in a horror movie scary to them. So I wanted to make sure that we also uh, give those guys a moment too. So I'll play this for you guys and then we'll get back to the countdown after that. Scariest horror movie moment for me is none other than from this little film from 1997. It is Michael Haneke's Funny Games. Yes, Funny Games. I'll never forget the first time I watched this movie. It was late night, like three or four in the morning, and this little movie came on the TV called Funny Games. And it's the classic home invasion setup. But just when I thought I knew where things were going, and just when I thought I had the horror genre all figured out, this movie really hits you with a left when you think you're going to get a right. And the antagonists of the film, they break the fourth wall and ask us as the viewers, do we think that these people will survive the night? And there's this fantastic fourth wall break where the lead heel, he kind of turns towards the camera and just gives the most sinister smile. And it scared me to my core. I remember looking around being like, oh my God, like, is this me or is this movie actually kind of talking to me. What do I consider a scary scene? Um, to me, I think it's a lot of components in it. You know, it's the um, the story itself, it's the situation that they're in, um, a certain urgency to survive or get out of harm's way. Um, also, the way it's shot, camera, lighting, the actors delivering line and selling that they are in trouble or in a, a situation that could cause harm to them. All these combinations is something that I consider a scary scene. So what makes a scary scene for me? Three things. Lighting, sound design, and imagination. The perfect example of this was John Comforter's Halloween, which I watched at the age of 13, and this particular scene, combining those three things, scared the soul out of me. See Laurie Strode, she discovers all her friends dead, she's panicking, she's scared, she goes back to the stairwell, 
takes us a quick moment just to gather ourselves. And this is where the imagination and lighting comes into play because Lois Strode, she's by the stairwell, by an open door, and like when you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, your eyes adjust to the dark. And that's what happened in this scene. Because just behind Laurie, you can slowly see Michael Myers' face appear from the darkness. And then he emerges, attacks Laurie, and at the time, I was both mesmerized and terrified. Which proves that sometimes what you don't see is sometimes scarier than what you do see. my turn and it's not going to surprise anyone out there in YouTube land that I picked high tension and the most terrifying scene in high tension for me would definitely be the scene called unwanted company and this scene for me what this this is the most heart pounding paralyzing jaw dropping eyes glued to the screen that there's ever been in any horror movie for me It's also blood-drenched. It's gory. It's something that I think Argento, minus the lighting, would be so proud of because this movie, again, shows what beauty gore has in it. Um, you, you're just, you, you're put in the, our protagonist's shoes and she's having to watch all this carnage. All these members of this family get brutally butchered and she's having to play a cat and mouse game and not let the intruder know where she's in the house. And all along the way, she gets a front row seat into this bloodbath and carnage and we get nods to, to, to a really the one that I always sticks out most to me is the scene in the closet because this closet scene is very reminiscent of Halloween. We even get a POV shot through the slats. So as an audience we are just nervous for her. We think at any moment this movie doesn't pull any punches and at any moment she's going to get caught. She's going to end up like all these other people. It's beautifully done. If you want gore, you've got your gore. You want your tension, you've got your high tension. It just has everything and it's a masterpiece scene and that is why I love it and why it's one of the most terrifying scenes in movie history. So a scary moment in a movie for me is The Wizard of Oz. It's the scene where Dorothy, Scarecrow, Lion, and ten men go into that haunted forest. And those friggin' monkeys come flying in and they steal Toto, they take Dorothy, they rip apart Scarecrow, and that just scared me to death. I mean, I was crying. I had to hide my face under a pillow. It freaked me out so bad. I mean, my mom, just the other day, we were talking about this movie, and we were talking about how she thought I was old enough to see it when I saw it, which I was probably like four or five, and no way in hell, man. Those monkeys, once I saw, I was fine with the witch, but once I saw those monkeys swooping in, flying in, that's all it took. They scared the shit out of me, and it took me a number of years before, I think I was probably like 10 or something like that, before I saw this movie again. So yeah, that for me was a scary moment.
One of the scariest moments in horror movie history, for me, has always been in my favorite movie of all time, 1976's Carrie. I love the scene, and it, it did scare me back in the day. It still gives me the little goosebumps and whatnot, but it really scared me back in the day when um, Carrie gets home from the prom, right? She takes her bath. She's cooling off or whatever. She's, like, letting everything set in. And then her mother pops up from behind the door, and she's, like, been waiting there the entire time. And then she stabs her in the back, like literally, with a knife. Stabs her in the back. Carrie falls down the stairs. And then, you know, Mrs. White comes down with a knife. And she's just smiling all creepy. And she does the big crucifix with the butcher's knife. And then just advances towards her. And Carrie's just on the ground, helpless. Just got stabbed. She's bleeding out. She can't do anything but crawl away. And it's like, it's that sense of helplessness. But it's also sort of like a metaphor for how helpless a child is they're basically at the mercy of uh you know their parent and we are all at the mercy of god and carrie is literally at the mercy of her own mother who's trying to kill her and uh it's because she thinks her daughter's the devil and i just think um when you connect all the dots it's scary just looking at it but it gets creepier the older you get and the more you understand Being asked to talk about my scariest movie moment ever, there's only one movie that came to mind, and it's The Ring. Gore Verbinski's 2002 hit that scared the shit out of me for ages. So much so that I haven't revisited the movie since. We're talking about Katie's death. Katie's death is the intro to the film and now the franchise. Her friend Becca tells her all about this mysterious tape, and if you watched it, then you're gonna die seven days later. Katie tells her that she's watched it, and guess what? It just so happens to be the next week. Becca disappears. Katie goes upstairs to investigate some stuff. She sees water under the door. There's a TV on, and she's literally scared to death. So not only this creepy face of her actually seeing what was terrifying on the TV, but the scarier moment comes later on in the film. When they're at Katie's funeral, we have her Aunt Rachel talking to her mother, and she says, I saw her face. <laughs> and it shows Katie's dead body curled up in her closet with her mouth all open, her face all twisted, and her eyes rolled back. When asked to make a video, I sat down and I rewatched The Ring for the first time in like 19 years. It plays out a lot differently. I really thought that this moment took place at Katie's death. So this is even scarier now because I'm like, oh, maybe what I thought happened didn't happen. And so you're in a calm place, you're at this funeral, you're inside, everything's safe. You know Samara's not around, they're just talking. And then you get this jump scare out of nowhere. It hits really hard because you don't see it coming and you couldn't suspect that it's coming because there's no indication that there's going to be a scare here. And that's why I think this is one of the most effective jump scares and probably one of the scariest movie moments of all time. All right. Okay. It's getting good, good now. Yeah. <laughs> all right, man. We got the first 10 out. We've got some honorable mentions. I'm just going to pass it on to you guys real quick. Uh, I'll start with you, Ben. Um, any of those moments that really kind of speak to you? Um, yeah, I mean, that was a bunch of them. Uh, I would say, like, one of the things that resonated was uh, Joe from Geeky Hijinks was saying, uh, you know, sometimes the things that you don't see are scarier than the things you do see. Right, right. And um, when they were talking about funny games in the original, 
there's like this extended shot of the camera just held on nothing. And in mm -hmm. the background, you hear like the, the woman screaming and you know, there's stuff going on and it's just such a like uncomfortable tense moment because you don't see anything. You just hear it. It's just like a, and it's drawn out for just way too long an uncomfortable mm. amount of time. It's great though. Nice. Nice. Uh, how, how about you, Eric? I'll just go around to each of you guys. Uh, well, you know me, I'm a, I'm a huge lover of uh, Alexandra Aja. So I mm. could talk about high tension, but you also know I'm a lover of like naturally scary children's films. Right. So right. I'm really glad that Coriander picked that scene with the flying monkeys and the four. Right. Because I and what I what I what I think is great <laughs> is because if you you have if you haven't actually seen the movie, mm -hmm. but you know it's somewhere over the rainbow, you know the the big green head of the wizard, all this stuff, you know, you know the ruby red slippers, you don't really realize how terrifying that movie is in certain right. parts when you sit down and watch it. Absolutely. And there's qu there's quite a few scary parts, but when you when you break it down like Coriander did. They're not just kidnapping Dorothy and the dog. They're ripping mm -hmm. the scarecrow apart. You know right. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, you got the witch, you know, she got the whole army going out and you just see them in the background. It's great pick. <laughs> I great agree. Pick. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Thank yeah. You. Yeah. I mean, when we were, you know, kill when we were kids, we'd watch that every year. It was creepy in those moments. I can't lie. How about you, Steven? Yeah. So this section really hit on a couple of things. Funny games is one that I was going to talk about. I was going to fit in tonight somewhere if it didn't come up. And <laughs> there was, I had to say it because it, I don't hear that one. That one doesn't get talked, seems, seems to be talked about a whole lot, but I thought it was a horrific home invasion movie. It was, it was yeah. just terrifying. And you know, you, when that movie ends, you just feel horrible. You like, you just turn it off. Yeah. And there's no enjoyment out of that movie. You're like, Dang, I just saw this happen, you know? Right. Um, and there's one particular scene, if I may, night, just for a second in that movie, where I won't want to spoil anything. I'm not, I'm not going to say who it is, but someone in the family dies, all right, gets killed. That's all I'm going to say. But you, and it's off camera. You, you, you hear it, but then mm -hmm. the camera slowly, and it feels like a 20 minute shot, but it's probably like five, you know, three minutes, but it's very slow and it's very intentional. The camera slowly makes the way back down the hall. And you see into the room very slowly what happened. And when you see who, who it was and what happened, it, it's gripping. It's, it's unnerving. It's unsettling. I'll never mm. forget that scene. And, and then the final scene of the movie, which I won't talk about, still haunt me. I mean, really, they really, it just, ooh. And then the last right. one, real quick, The Ring. You know what? Call me a lightweight if you want, but that movie jacked me up. I don't know yeah. what it was about it, but it, <laughs> yeah. it just, it got me guys. It did. It, when I, I said, I never want to see this film again. And when he was talking about how he never watched it again, I said, that's me. I've never right? gone back to it. Just, I know oh. when I talked to Jay about doing this, he was, he was quick. He didn't even think twice about what he was going to pick. And so that worked out pretty good, man. Cause I was like, yeah, pretty good pick. How, how about you, Trev? Oh, the ring, both the American and the Japanese version just scared the crap out of me the first time I saw them. Like the distortion on the face is yeah. not something I had seen before. And that alone, like haunted my nightmares. It's it kind of sticks with you more than in the moment. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and like he was saying, too, one thing I really agreed with what he was saying was it kind of came when you didn't expect it because you you saw the girl that, you know, see something she wasn't supposed to see but you didn't see the after the effect of it until later on 
when the mother is talking to Rachel and then they have that flashback and you weren't expecting to see that, at least to me, that's what really got me. You know, I was just like, wow, that came out of nowhere. Kind of like what, what, uh, what Jay was saying. Um, how about you, Neil, any of those moments that, uh, kind of hit home for you? Uh, yeah, I'd actually, uh, forgot about, uh, that scene in the ring, uh, cause I haven't mm-hmm. watched it in so long. Um, but yeah, now that I think about it, I mean, that scared the shit out of me the first time I saw it and <laughs> that got me thinking, you know, uh, there's a, another similar scene in the grudge, um, yeah. the original housekeeper that goes missing. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, she gets, you, you actually get to see her and, um, I guess it's Sarah Michelle Geller that's coming up behind her. And when she turns around, her face is all, you know, and even though it's more expected, it was still just as effective, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, making me think that, you know, now that I think about it, The Grudge and The Ring are probably the two scariest PG-13 horror films that I can think of. Yeah, that's a good and point. I, and I enjoy both of them uh, very, very much. Um, that and, of course, uh, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, the one that was talked about earlier, mm-hmm. uh, is a very, it's a frightening scene. To me, it's not so much scary as it is psychological, the, the truck yeah. ride that he's talking right. about. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, from that same movie, uh, the first appearance of Leatherface is probably my scariest moment in horror history. Yeah, yeah, that was a really good appearance by him. Uh, how about you, Coriander? You know, I'm so glad that Corey talked about Carrie because that's one of my favorite movies. And you know, the scene that with a gym—I mean, that was terrifying when you could actually yeah. see the shit that she could do. And her prayer right. closet, I mean, that cross and the with that creepy ass Jesus, yeah, that always scared me. Yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, that was. <laughs> they the knew how to do creepy Jesus. Jesus back in the day. <laughs> they really <laughs> did. Yeah, they did. <laughs> That's a great point when you're talking about Carrie or or uh, the Omen or Amityville, or it really did make you like think, wow, religion is pretty damn creepy. I don't know if I want to keep dealing with it. <laughs> um, but here we go. Akil, I was going to ask you what you think too, but actually I'm going to just uh, slide into your pick and uh, let's see what we got here. <laughs> let's put up the card and then uh, we'll see what we got for you. Okay. Right, man. What do you got for your number? Okay. So for me, I love horror where you're watching the movie and it kind of flips itself on its head. Mm. The movie in question is a little movie from Asia called Audition. Mm -hmm. And if you're watching this movie, you're watching the first part of this movie, it seems like kind of a romantic you know, just drama. (laughs) You have a, a main protagonist who's like this older gentleman and his son says dad you know you're starting to look old maybe you should remarry and he's in the uh movie business so he kind of does something a little slimy he's kind of uh casting couchy him and his buddy say well hey let's find you a new young wife with all of the accoutrement that you look for in a dutiful wife Mm -hmm. so they had this casting call for all these young ladies and essentially he, his friend gives them all of their stats and their opinions on things, and he's looking through them, and he mm. finds one that's super sweet. It's the young lady on the cover there, and, you know, she kind of has a shady background, but he's so, you know, enthralled by her and her dem- dem- demure 
demeanor and you know she's very much like hello and this and that so she fits everything he's looking for even though mm. everyone around him is saying something is off here <laughs> you know mm. he's like no you know he, he, you're, you're crazy you just don't want me to be happy and so he starts to you know kind of be romantic with her and all of these signs he's ignoring which lead up to the finale of the movie where you have this young lady. I'll, I'll just say like this. Have you ever seen Misery and the scene where, you know, she's <laughs> right. she's hobbling you oh, know, right. her captor? Right. That has nothing on this. <laughs> she pulls out a bag of medical devices, these long needle pins. I'm out. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you, Eric, 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 I'm so sorry, brother. But I, I, I said the same thing, and she puts pins everywhere that would make you cringe. Right, when I first right. saw this, my nails were digging into, yeah, I know, my nails were <laughs> digging into the arms of the chair I was in. And any movie that can make me do that, it's nightmare fuel. But right. she goes beyond the pins. She brings out like right. this thing called a jiggly saw, which you kind of carve limbs off of. Wow! I'm not. Yeah. I'm not going to tell you guys everything, but I well, please. I'll play. This is what I'll do. I'll play. Please I'll play. play yes. I'll play a little bit of the clip. You can talk over it. It's only like twenty seconds. Yes. But yes, yeah. let's do it. Let's do it. Cover your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Oh. It, and she's she's methodical with all this, guys. She's methodical, and she sings while she's doing it. For me, anyone who's doing terrible things and they're smiling and take glee in it, that just it, – it, it ramps things up to a whole nother level. And on top of that, she's a very beautiful young woman, and she's talking so sweet to him because she loves him. And this is how she shows her love. Look at the smile. Mm -mm -mm. How many times have you seen this, man? <laughs> man, I've seen this movie about eight times, <laughs> you know? and and you know, and I know what's going to happen. And right. I'm not saying that this guy doesn't deserve this because what he did was kind of casting couchy and slimy to mislead her. Mm -hmm. But he's a he's a pretty good dad, and you know, he was really just looking for love. And she was just looking for someone else to do this to. She's done this numerous times. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, so I'm not going to tell you how it ends. But Eric, wow. I, I see you shaking your head, brother. <laughs> you should at least mm. watch it once. I, I, I'm, I'm serious. It, it will change your life. So that is my gift. That is my that is my gift. Good or bad, yeah. Yeah, but that is my gift to the to everyone. Check out audition. All right, we got Grande uh, saying I wouldn't wish wish that. I wouldn't wish that would happen to this dude on, on my worst enemy. Okay. I, I, I agree. <laughs> right. I agree. Tashona says, I need to watch this audition. I think. Yes. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Do it, do it, do it. And let me know what you think. <laughs> David says, I don't like where this is heading. Dark, uh -huh. dark uh -huh. territory. Very. That was good. Uh, Lady Shasha is in the chat saying, I also love the scene when she is sitting with the bag behind her. If you know, then you know. Oh, man. Jeez. Patrick. Also, like, I just, I'll just say, like, um, I watched that back in the day when it first came out. I had a Japanese girlfriend, like, from Japan. 
and we were watching mm. it and she, when she, you said she was like talking sweet to him and she's making these sound effects like when she's stabbing the needles into him going <laughs> and like uh that was particularly like we don't have the context for that but that onomatopoeic that was like particularly disturbing to my girlfriend because it's kind of like saying like coochie coochie coo you know to a baby or something really uh yeah so yeah. the, the con context was a little wasted on me but oh, she was man. like shook to the core on that one. Oh yes. man oh wow so and, so the, ca and, the, and the camera the doesn't help it oh yeah <laughs> Neil. Neil yeah like, no that dog, was bad man. too that was definitely bad <laughs> I was afraid of that. <laughs> That's too yes, bad. Yes, the dog man. dies. Oh, yeah, that didn't look too good. Okay, guys. Uh, now, we're going to be heading into uh, the next uh, couple here. And just to get a rundown uh, for you guys, if you've come in late or if you've forgotten, here is uh, 20 through number 10 uh, for the moments that were picked from these movies. Communion, then Don't Look Now, Child's Play, Jaws, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Hellraiser, High Tension, The Wizard of Oz, Carrie, The Ring, and Audition. So that's what we got going on so far. All right, let's head to number nine. Let's see who we got for this one. Okay, here we go, guys. Fan. It is the horror Mizamani G here, and yes, it's time to talk about one of the most frightening scenes in horror films, and you can't get anything better than the jump scare scene in Insidious, where Barbara Hershey's character is talking to her son, and BAM! <laughs> you know what? Let's see it! <laughs> See what I'm talking about there? That <laughs> scene is so perfect. It's so great. You can't get a jump scare better than that one. Ozzy, I love it. <laughs> Happy Halloween, everyone. <laughs> Welcome, friends, to the Night Watch Zone. I'm Ben. So my good buddy Knight asked me to, to discuss one of the most terrifying scenes in a horror movie uh, to celebrate the month of October with the Night Watch Zone. And so that's what I'm going to do. The movie I'm going to discuss, Friday the 13th. That is right. The original, part one. Watching this movie, it was the end. There's peaceful music. They're doing a slow push-in on the canoe. Or, uh, yeah, canoe in the lake. And uh, she's got a smile on her face and shit. She made it. Uh, and I was thinking to myself, you know what? I'm proud of myself. I watched this whole horror movie. I wasn't, it was scary, but it wasn't that scary. Uh, and then it hit. There you go. That is it. That scene terrified me as a youngster, and I imagine it will terrify youngsters from here until they stop making youngsters. See, for me personally, when I think of The Conjuring, the part where Caroline is in the basement, and 
the chair starts to levitate. That scene has always creeped me out because it's the calm before the storm, right? So a great horror film will have the calm before the storm. For example, right before the chair starts to levitate as she's being possessed, it gets real quiet, right? All of a sudden the chair just starts to flip upside down while it has her in it. Down. Ever since this day, that, that part in the film has just scared me to death. I just can't uh, I can't get past it. So to me that is one of the scariest Scenes in a horror movie I've ever seen is in The Conjuring, in the basement with Caroline. The movie My Scary Moment is from features some of the classic, yet totally perfect, atmospheric elements that you're likely to find in a really good horror movie. An isolated environment with no possibility of outside assistance, an out-of-the-blue encounter without a logical explanation, and the loss of knowing who to trust. The Thing is one of those rare remakes that really surpasses the original, and for a variety of reasons, it was home to my choice for Scariest Moment. Pick any scene that shows someone becoming part of The Thing in glorious practical effects, and you leave me absolutely squirming in my chair. I still have a slightly irrational fear that someone's chest is going to open up and bite off my arms. Whether you're talking about the close-ups of the grotesque mutilated corpse being autopsied, the fate of those poor huskies, or the ever-famous and infamous scene featuring the spiderhead. It's always been a movie that I can put myself into and really think about what they're dealing with. You're already sleep-deprived, wary of everyone, there's no outside help, and that's before you add in watching dogs and humans transform into absolute nightmare fuel knowing deep down that, in the end, your options are most likely to turn into a fleshy, tentacled nightmare beast who's really bad with boundaries, or to die by your own hand. Not great options, but a stellar movie. All right. <laughs> that was awesome. I love the thing, Triff. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. kidding. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That movie has so many moments, though. I mean, that's a great pick. When I saw that as a kid, Killian, you know this. That movie oh, yeah. freaked me out. But it also had some funny moments, too, like some dark humor. Mm -hmm. Like that That's what was really cool about the movie, too. That was so entertaining and scary as hell. It really, really was. Um, how about any of those moments? Any of those come out and catch you guys off guard or remind you of some fears that you may not have had in a while? Man, man I just want to say that that Insidious... It's daytime. <laughs> They're just having a conversation at the coffee table, and your boy is just like behind him, like, nah. like what? <laughs> I know. It comes out of nowhere, though. That's like the yes. best part about it. I, I love it. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. Tashana says, uh, The thing is the best ever. Yes, it, it, it is. is. It really is, man. <laughs> 
Angela's in the chat saying, Triv has a great channel. Doesn't she, though? All you guys, you know, have some great channels. Really, really do. Uh, Ray R. Reviewing says, I was binging a bunch of Carpenter's movies recently. That's awesome, man. Nice. There's so many There's so many great ones. There really, really is. I, I love Carpenter's movies. Um, we have another montage, and then uh, we're into the the top five here coming up. All right, let's see what we got here for the montage, guys. Hey there, Nightwatch Zone fans. Phil here from Phil's Creepy Vids. Uh, thanks to Nightwatch for letting me take part in this. Support Canada Made Horror. Uh, first off, the scene in The Changeling, um, the seance, when George C. Scott, rest in peace, uh, plays the tape back and hears the spirit voice of the dead boy haunting the house. Did you die in this house, Joseph? Creepy, creepy stuff in the Changeling, guys. Next up, we have The Gate, another great Canadian-made horror movie. Um, they hear the story about the workman that was plastered inside the walls. When he busts out of the wall as a zombie in The Gate, totally scary, totally terrifying. Check out The Gate, another great Canadian horror. Definitely an easy choice for me. I would have to go through the bulk of the Omen film, not because it really is a scary movie, but it just has so many scenes that stand out, especially in the 70s. Uh, this was released in 1976. It definitely had a lot of shock factor, and myself, I tend to be interested in the the moral panic or religious terrors genre so i definitely love this for numerous reasons but you have a lot of crazy stuff going on in this movie uh, for example a woman being forced to hang herself you have a body being impaled with a lightning rod which is actually one of my favorite scenes in the movies it's one of the more creative or elaborate deaths and definitely something that has visual significance to it, especially the, the lightning rod scene, which I have mentioned numerous times in videos. You have this rod that just comes loose from the top of a building and then just drives itself, impales a priest, and he's just held in place. And it's just, it happens so quick. It's very wow. Like, oh my gosh, I didn't expect that. Awesome. That was, <laughs> the changeling is a good one. And I haven't seen that in a little while, but I do I do love that movie. You've seen that one, Kill? Yeah, yeah. George C. Scott, man. Have the rest of you guys seen that one? Because that's I, that I one haven't. Yeah. I haven't, but I've heard nothing but like how excellent it is as a, like a creepy ghost story. It really is, man. Like haunted house type of stuff. It is really, hmm. really awesome. I mean, one I haven't thing about, watched it hey, in a while, but it's great. Hey, night. One thing about the changeling. Just a little trivia for you guys. That actually is Nev Campbell's. Most favorite scary movie, just so for those really start the uh, <laughs> final girl from Scream. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I was gonna say, you had to mention her, didn't you? Gotta <laughs> find a way to mention her, don't you? I have to get Scream in this conversation, maybe at some point. <laughs> Jen, Jen says, uh, The Changeling might be the best haunted house movie ever, uh, in my opinion. It is really good for haunted house yeah. movies, it's definitely up there because it's, it's really creepy, like it, it really catches you off guard and i kind of like i like those types of haunted house movies you know it's not like a lot of stuff in your face but it really mm -hmm. it creeps up on you i really like that 
Um, Angela was saying the Omen is a great selection too. Yeah, yeah. Tristan agreeing with that, saying, "Oh yes, the Omen has many moments." And Patrick was saying George C. Scott did Firestarter and Rage as well. George C. Scott was just such a great actor, man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he really was. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tashana saying uh, the changeling was great. One I don't mind watching again. Yes, absolutely. And Tristan saying I definitely need to see it then. All right, yeah, no, you should. Heard nothing but good. Absolutely, no, it's a good one. It absolutely is. Okay, one thing, guys. I, one thing I want to bring up before uh, our last our last group of movies. I thought it was pretty damn cool that James Wan had two movies in the same group because we had <laughs> Insidious. And the Conjuring. Good point. And That's a good uh, point. I, I, that what I like is I haven't seen either in the, either of those movies in a long time, and they mm -hmm. now make me these clips now make me know that I need to revisit them. Yeah, no, they're both good, and and they've got kind of different vibes to them as mm -hmm. well, you know. But I enjoy both of them. They're both excellent movies. James Wan is just he's just pretty talented, mm -hmm. to say the least. It it's really like a is. modern horror master, right? I would oh, yeah. say so. Yeah. yeah. I, so. I mean, and plus Malignant, I fucking love Malignant. I love that the twist. Movie. Yeah. The twist, though, without spoiling it, but that no twist, spoilers. I mean, my jaw dropped. I was like, wait a minute. Are you hey, serious? From that, that moment onward, it was just a big smile on my face. Yeah. Yeah. All, all, yeah. All, I, all I'll say is this if you could find a horror movie with fight choreography like that, let me know what movie it is. Good point. <laughs> Good so point. over the top. It was amazing. It was. And then, of course, you know, I'm sitting there thinking, oh, well, that explains why it looked like it was moving in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like, it just looked odd. And then I was like, oh, okay. Mm -hmm. And it almost made me think, dang, I should have seen that coming. But I, I really didn't. You know, it was a goofy as shot. fuck, and I loved every <laughs> second of it. If you watch Basket <laughs> Case, you'll get a lot of what Malignant is. Uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. true. I don't know. It reminded me more of uh, a Takashi Mike segment in Masters of Horror than anything else. Really, if imprint, which my favorite uh, imprint was my favorite Master of Horror episode, by the way. Yeah, mine too. Mine too. Nice. nice. Yeah, I got to revisit that too. All right, so let's uh, let's get to uh, the next one here, and uh, yeah, let's see what uh, it possibly could be. It's mine. <laughs> My scariest moment, and this moment has stayed with me for a long time since I was a kid, but. It's got to be the hallway scene in The Shining. It's one of those moments that it just hits me. I didn't expect it coming. Um, you know that something bad is going to happen. You can see all the little clues. But poor little Danny, he's such an innocent kid. And all he's trying to do is just ride down these hallways and kind of occupy himself. He's got his big wheel and he's just going and he's going. And these hallways are so long and the coloring is just it just kind of puts me off. And he's just going and going. And next thing you know, he turns around that corner and sure as hell, he sees those twins. And I'm telling you, man, when I first saw that, I was just like, what is going on? 
and the tracking of it, you know, just the the cinematography is just so damn good. I mean, I really, really, this gets me every time. It really does. And they're just creepy. They are very, very creepy. <laughs> and you realize, too, another thing that I thought was really cool um, about the scene is you start to kind of see what he sees, you know, like he can see their dead bodies. He can see that they're all chopped up and bloodied and all that type of stuff. And it's just a horrible image. I mean, these two these two little kids, that's just a horrible thing to see. So for me, when I first saw that, I was just like, wow. And then, of course, they have their little part where they're saying, come play with us. Come play with us forever and ever and ever. And I'm telling you, man, to this day, when I watch this movie, it still creeps me out. You know, it's not so much that it is like scary, like, oh, my God, I've got to hide under the covers. But it's very psychological. It just comes mm -hmm. out of nowhere. And it just it just it just catches me, man. I mean, I love the movie. I've seen it so many times. But when it gets to this scene, it still captures me. So anyways, that is my scary moment for number five, The Shining. Danny going down the hallway and then seeing two friends that he does not want to play with forever and ever and ever. So, all right, you guys, we're going to go to number four. Here we go. Hey, Lashy Kids, Driving Mutants in the Night Watch Zone. I'm Lady Shasha, Mistress of the Snark. While I have been disturbed by some modern horror, I always come back to one movie that many modern horrors aspire to be. The Exorcist is the parent to many modern possession movies. Many have tried and failed to replicate the feeling of that amazing work. The possession scenes are marvels of practical effects makeup, set design, lighting, camera work, genius score and sound design, amazing acting, brilliant direction, masterful writing, and the glue holding it all together precision editing. Every scene with the possessed Reagan is scary, but the scene that chilled me to the bone is the reveal of the demon Pazuzu statue behind Reagan. As a 10-year-old kid watching the edited version of this on television, let me tell you that this wrecked me for a week. As an adult, I'm still thoroughly creeped out by this movie, but I can appreciate everything that went into making that scene so effective. The writing is the backbone of this achievement because the movie sets us up from the beginning with the scenes of Father Marin seeing that statue of Pazuzu in Iraq. So when you see it again, you know exactly what it is and what it means. Let's talk about sound design. The decision for there to be no musical score during this scene is ingenious. Another thing that sets this up is that this comes just as the priests think that they have calmed Reagan down. It is after she floats above the bed and they have just gotten her to a stage that appears more controlled and then BAM! They hit us with this amazing silhouette shot of the possessed Reagan with the statue of Pazuzu behind her. The acting is on point. The reaction shots of the priest seeing this sell the point of how terrified they are. It is beautifully backlit like a shadow looming over Reagan. It is shown just long enough to be unsettling, but not long enough for you to get used to the imagery. And that's due to the editing. It's iconic. All right, guys. And here we have nine through four just to keep track in case people uh, come in and out. At number nine, Insidious. At number eight, Friday the 13th, the original. Uh, at number seven, The Conjuring. At number six, The Thing, the remake. And uh, at number five, <laughs> The Shining. And at number four, The Exorcist. So, uh, yeah, this is looking pretty good. So we've got three left, guys. And um, 
this is actually pretty cool. And we also have one more montage. So what we'll do is uh, we'll play our, our last montage and uh, number three, and then we'll get the last two out too. So here we go, guys. One of the scariest scenes in horror for me is the scene from uh, Halloween 78 where Lori has run upstairs, she's hiding in a closet. Uh, she's cowering, she's crying. She's not doing a very good job of keeping herself quiet. Michael finds her, he's beating on the slats, he's got a knife, he's gonna get to her one way or the other. What's truly terrifying in a horror film is when the story is grounded in reality. There can be other fantastical things going on within this story, but when the major threat has a small plausibility of happening in real life is when it gets me. Honestly, I gotta go with the sixth sense with the vomiting girl. You gotta remember this mug dropped in 99. Right, I'm the same age as the kid in the movie at the time. I'm like nine, ten, and I seen that has shivered me timbers, bro. I was <laughs> couldn't sleep that night, couldn't sleep subsequent nights. It's not just a soundtrack or a theme; it's the ambient sound as well. Um, getting those scratches down a wall, or you hear something coming up the stairs. You know something's coming. You can hear it. That's what makes a movie scary to me. All things you thought were stable, all control you think you have is going to be completely taken away from you. Internet, Eric here. Oh, Zelda. Uh, I've always said Zelda is a character that is scared generations uh especially generations of kids that came out when this when this movie came out and parents you know allowed them to watch it and i was i was one of them uh the look of zelda is already terrifying um it's off because it's really a man under all that makeup a super super skinny man um and the, the makeup effects of of her face her back i mean seriously look at that you want that chasing after you and we already have some scary flashbacks uh, with Rachel dealing with Zelda's death. And then we have that nightmare of, you know, uh, Zelda laying in bed. And suddenly she pops up and she says how she's coming for you. You know, I'm coming for you, Rachel. But the scariest thing about this is the, is the third time we see Zelda. All right, Gage has already come back. And Rachel's already having these flashbacks of Zelda, you know, representing death, representing, you know, pain, misery, all this stuff. And now her son has come back. All right. She doesn't know it yet. And she opens up. She opens up that door to get into Judd's room. And who is hunched in the fucking corner? Zelda in this suit, literally in a curled up in a little ball, turns her head. She says, she says how we've come back for you, Rachel, you know, and then she says how she's going to twist her back, twist Rachel's back like hers and everything. And then she literally runs up to the camera full on like this, cackling hands to her face. Stuff of nightmares. Never get out of bed again! Never get out of bed again! Ah, <laughs> uh, it gives me chills. It's one of my favorite movies. It is my favorite movie, horror movie of all time. Still gives me chills. Still gives me the creeps. If you're not scared, or at least you know, made uncomfortable by Zelda, especially in that final scene, <sighs> stronger than me. All right. 
Okay. I hate that bitch. <laughs> what do you guys think of Zelda? You're shaking your head, man. What are you shaking your head for, Kill? No, that's nightmare fuel, man. I'm right there with Eric, man. I, yeah. I hate that chick. <laughs> Stephen King is so good at characters like that. Just those really off-putting, like, no redemptive characters. Absolutely. Yeah, and it, and it hits you out of nowhere because you would never think that that would be, you know a character that would stick with you, you know, until you're watching it. And even afterwards, I was just like, wow, that sister, she was freaking terrifying. You know, mm-hmm. you really understand where Rachel mm-hmm. was coming from. Scary stuff, man. Any other, uh, any of those other moments that hit you guys? The exorcist scene was, was a good the exorcist one. was a great me. choice. Yeah. I mean, of course, the whole exorcism scene really freaked me out. But yeah, when you saw Pazuzu in the background mm-hmm. just kind of looking at you and like, yeah, it's real. I'm like, and Reagan's Damn. just wailing to her, wailing to, right. to the statue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, man. Uh, There's Collector that. Man. Fun. I'm sorry. No, that's okay. I was just saying, Collector Man was saying that Zelda is super scary too. What were you saying, Trip? Oh, I was just going to say, there's that flash of. Um, I'm not sure the proper name of it, but like uh, down in the kitchen, you get the flash of like the face that, that's associated with uh, exorcists. And yes. that always, that always gets me. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. That was creepy. There was, a, there was a lot of, and it, some of it was pretty subtle and obviously a lot of it was, wasn't. So it was interesting to have a movie that had a mix of all that together and it was done so well. It really, really was. All right. Yeah. Oh, and there's we, a there's one thing. If she's still, if she's still in the chat, <laughs> thanks, thanks, Alex. Um, if she's still in the chat, uh, every, anyone who doesn't know producer Rachel, she was in the comments. She's she's my wife, and um, she knew what my choice was. So if she's still in the chat, she hasn't thrown her phone across the fucking room. You know, there, see, um, Pet Cemetery is the one movie that I am not allowed to watch because you know when she's awake and in the in the house because she's that terrified. And she said it not just because of Zelda, but because, you know, her and Rachel share the same name. So it, that's just an added scare for her. Like Zelda's coming for her. So, oh, uh, no. yeah, that's a good point. Oh, wow. Yeah. Strange Monkey saying, thank God I watched Pet Cemetery as an adult. <laughs> it's still scary. Admit, the, mm-hmm. the, the book got me more than the uh, movie did. Yeah, the book really? is even, even mm-hmm. more terrifying. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I read the book all in one night because I was too scared to put mm-hmm. it down and go to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> it's really good. Paul saying, "I thought Zelda was going to be number one." <laughs> close. It was close. Yeah. David saying Zelda and Pascal were were scarier than Gage in Church. Yeah, I agree. I, mm-hmm. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Justin's in the chat too, saying one of my favorite scary movie moments on Friday the Thirteenth to wrap uh, the end. Jason wore he's just a glass window while she's pointing the pitchfork towards the door. Oh, okay, yep, I got you. Nice, nice. All right, guys. Well, we got our last two here, so let's see what we've got for number two and then number one scariest moments. Okay, here we go. Hey, what's going on guys? It's Paul here from Paul Tams' Movies, Games and TV's YouTube channel. I've been asked by the Night Watch Zone to 
let them know what my scariest moment in a horror movie is. And it is easily this. Cheryl from The Evil Dead, the Sam Raimi classic. This used to scare the crap out of me. Look at that. Look at that. That's nightmare fuel. Evil Dead, one of my favourite horror movies of all time. Cheryl in the basement, taunting Ash and the rest of the gang with that cackling laugh she has, like... (laughs) (laughs) I watched that film far too young. I think I was about eight or nine when I watched that film for the first time, and it still haunts me today. I don't want to die. You're not going to leave me here, are you? Are you ass? (laughs) That scene, that creature, that is the scariest thing I've ever seen in a horror movie. Period. All right, The Evil Dead. That was a good one. I actually, until we we were doing the countdown, I actually was like, yeah, that is a good one. Because there's so many movies, you almost can't think of them all. Mm-hmm. Here's, here's a quick question for you guys, though. What, what do you think, or do you have an idea what the number one moment will be? The scariest movie moment? Any idea? No idea, Eric? I, I don't. I have no all clue, right. dude. No idea, Kill. Oh, I mean, we, we've been we've we've ran the, the gambit, man. <laughs> and there and there's still so many out there that we haven't right. even touched on. Yeah, well, that's it true. Could be a, you, it could be a possibility. Yeah, but, but you know, I'll I'll offer I'll offer one. Uh, that scary scene from the original Fanta- uh, Fantasia of the Demon King on the mountain, that giant demon <laughs> raising all the souls, that scared me as a kid. Thank you, Disney. Yeah. All right. Well, That's a good point. That was creepy, dude. It was creepy. <laughs> I agree. I haven't watched it in years. Maybe there's a reason. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mr. Dan <laughs> saying, my wife just looked at the screen and freaked. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> and it was only a few seconds. <laughs> Ginger Ninja saying, Evil Dead is just great. It is. Uh, Lady Shasha saying the Deadite in the basement makeup still looks mm-hmm. amazing. It does. It I just really rewatched does. that for like the first time in like maybe 15 years, the original Evil Dead. My God, it still holds up. Yeah. That's what's great is the original is an actual horror movie. There's mm-hmm. almost no comedy in it. Mm-hmm. Because right. a lot of people think of Evil Dead right. 2 being goofy and then right. Army of Darkness goofy as shit. Yeah. Part 1 is straight up horror and that's what I love about it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, David saying, oh, he's trying to guess what number one is. He said, the poltergeist clown. I, well, I'm not going to tell you, but <laughs> Kill, you remember when you first saw that? Yeah, yeah. Day, let's, let's, not, let's not talk about that. <laughs> Nightmare fuel. Nightmare fuel. Still Poor don't trust that kid. clown. Right. Angela that, uh, has no clue. <laughs> that, that scene from uh, 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 Nightmare on Elm Street uh, where the, the guy, all of his veins get pulled out. Oh, three warriors! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Warriors. Oh, yeah. yeah it's part three. That, that, that close-up of his foot. Oh, it still oh, gets yeah. me. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Patrick is thinking Jaws. Rare reviewing says, "Baba Duke, come on." <laughs> Maybe the kid will be number one. He was terrifying. Yeah, <laughs> he was. <laughs> that's a good point. Jen saying the ending of Psycho where Norman's just looking at the camera, maybe. That was a good moment. 
David Santina in a body bag. <laughs> yep. yeah. no, you never I think it has to involve Freddy Krueger in some way. It's got to be. We've had like a Freddy moment yet, right? I mean, no. Not I yet. was going to suggest night the scene in, in Nightmare on Elm Street one, where Tina, it's Tina's death in the bed, or not? Well, mm. not the bed, but when she goes three sixty in the room. Oh yeah, which was just horrifying, and just when, I never forget that scene. Just rocked me when I saw that the first time, and her screams right. were so terrifying. It was just they it were. Was, it was done perfectly. Wes Craven absolutely nailed that. That scene. I agree. The the moment from that movie that terrified me was just before that was uh, our introduction of Freddy in the alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. He's running after her. Yeah, yeah, running after her and like yes, uh, it, you know this unnaturally long arms. It looks kind of cheesy, but really just looks like unnatural and weird. And then like right. he cuts his fingers off, and I'm thinking like, fuck, mm-hmm. man, this dude's gonna maim himself just to scare the shit out of me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah, it's terrifying. And man. you're and the worst part is you're asleep. You it's not yeah. like you can just little run away. You're you're stuck in this right. dream world, and which is horrifying. And that was. I mean, that's, I won't take over the call, but I just think it was such a horrifying concept for a film that Wes Craven was brilliant because yeah, having a killer killing you when you're asleep. You know, we all used to see it when we were awake, but not when we're sleeping. That's supposed to be a restful time. And right. no, no, he's going to come kill us then. That's how more helpless can you be? And if only the if only he could have stayed at that level of scariness throughout the whole you know series. Yep. I mean. Right. Obviously, we know what happened, but yeah. Yeah. Pa- Patrick saying Suspiria, where the possessed, bloodied up body with the needle comes out of the door at the end. Oh, that's a good. Yeah, I forgot about that. Suspiria had some good moments. It really, really did. Mm-hmm. Justin saying uh, Carrie White right after they pour the pig blood on her when they show her face. Yeah, that was a good moment too. That was mm-hmm. a good one. All right. Well, hey, let's. Coriander, do you know what this one is? The number one well yeah i do okay well i just didn't know if you remembered again no, so what i don't want to say we, good right good for you we did a vote and you know four of us went through it and ranked it and then we took the average and i think this is one of the ones some of the averages were really close with each other i think this one was the one that was purely at the top so we'll see what happens here's moment number one for the scariest movie moments of horror. (laughs) Hello, hello, hello there. Night Watch Zone. Little Birdie tells me that you guys are talking about the scariest movie moments. Mm, Interesting. Well, look no further than Hereditary, specifically the ending of that movie. Poor Peter. He dealt with so much crap in this movie. And then there's the possession scene with the mother. She's chasing him around the house. All hell's breaking loose. He's seeing spirits. It's just awful. Just awful what happens. In the end of this film, spoiler alert, I forgot to say it. Um, it's just bad. There's decapitations. And there's just... It's... Never in my life 
have I been so anxious to get out of a theater. Not because I was bored. I was extremely uncomfortable. I wanted to get out of that theater as quick as possible. (laughs) (laughs) Strange monkey. (laughs) That was a great moment. Would you guys think of that moment? (laughs) Yeah, it was. That's horrifying. It was horrifying, man. I watched this movie at night alone. I was at work. And it freaked me out. It That's... freaked me out. Oh no! <laughs> Strange monkey saying yes. <laughs> no longer at the table, Strange monkey. <laughs> right? I know you can move away from the kitty table now, man. <laughs> oh, no. I, I said it. I said it in like one of our our, our deadly venom streams when I first saw Hereditary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew like nothing was spoiled for me, but a lot of people are saying like the last twenty minutes are are going to get you. And I would, you know, I went, I sat down, watched it, you know, producer Rachel's in the room, so the lights were on, but the phone was down, all that stuff. And when Tony Collette was hiding in the corner, yes, and you just see her, and he leaves the room, and she's crawling across the ceiling like fucking Spider Man. I'm yelling at my TV because <laughs> yeah. it that that's just so scary and creepy. Yeah. And you didn't see it at first either. You know, it mm-hmm. took me like a whatever a half a second. To really it's all shadows, it. yeah. Yeah, it was really yeah. well done, man. There's there's no mm-hmm. doubt about that. Um, Strange Monkey saying, I still haven't recovered from Hereditary. Thank you for choosing mine for the top spot. <laughs> You're welcome, man. <laughs> we, t- we took an average. You know? mm-hmm. That's how we got it. Definitely, I think one of the greatest mm-hmm. horror movies of the last 20 years, 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. 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 I hear you. I hear you. And it was his first fucking movie, man. It was his first full-length feature. He just fucking knocked mm-hmm. it out of the park. Right? <laughs> Patrick is not a fan of that yeah. one, though. That's, that's, that's okay, But Patrick. it's not because of the movie. That's just because he likes IFC Midnight. <laughs> it's because he, he disliked A24 based on the fact that he likes IFC Midnight. Oh, uh, okay. Hereditary is a great movie. Ginger Ninja saying, all right, I'm going to have to revisit Hereditary. Absolutely. Yeah, it was really, really good. There's no doubt about that. Uh, Producer Rachel saying, great show, guys. Thank you so much. Well, as we we finish up here, we've got the countdown situated. What did you guys think of these? Any any surprises? Were there any surprises in there? I know know Mm -hmm. some of us mentioned communion, but any other surprises? Because... You know, we talked about these movies, um, and I think, you know, most of these movies aren't huge surprises, but it was actual moments from those movies. Um, were any of those right. surprises to you guys? Um, I want, I know, I know there's only been a, there's like three in this, in this list of, of, of uh, scary movies that I haven't seen. The Changeling, mm-hmm. the, the Christopher Walken alien one, I don't remember what that was called. But um, communion. the one I really want communion. I really want to see the one Marty talked about with a. Uh, yes, that one I want to see. Yeah. So much just by the way. See, Marty's. You know, you guys mentioned. You know, uh, Doctor Loomis as as a hype man. Marty's a fantastic hype man for horror movies, and he <laughs> right? made me want to see <laughs> that movie so much. Yeah, that is such a good movie. Yeah, I talked about that on one of our Venom streams. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. Yeah, that was one of yeah. your recommendations. I remember that. Yeah. 
Uh, Jen saying, great show, guys. Thanks for letting me take part in it. Absolutely. Thank you for joining it. This was really fun to have this put all together. It took a long time, but it was was nice to have it all together. It really was. Um, Lady Sasha saying, this came out awesome. I was so happy to be a part of this. Thank you as well. And and thank you to everyone who who joined in on this. Obviously, want to make sure that uh, let you guys know we really appreciate it. Modern day excellent show. This belongs on Shutter. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah, that'd be something. But any of any other surprises on the actual moments that made the countdown from any of you guys? I, w- I was surprised mm-hmm. that Nightmare on Elm Street didn't make the the list, man. I was sure it was going to be on there too. I was that That's was a shocker. Iconic yeah. franchise, you know. Yeah, it is iconic. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, nobody and actually. The thing of it is, too, to explain this, um, when I asked people for their picks, I asked them to give me three, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, just to make sure, because I knew some people, and some people did. We had a couple people that talked about Halloween, um, but we also had a couple of others that were the same. So out of the three, um, we whittled it down to one per person. And if I remember correctly, I think there was only two people that had a Nightmare on Elm Street scene mm. uh, that they talked about. So, yeah, I was kind of surprised about that, too. But, yeah, you know, what can you do? You know, maybe next time. Uh, David says, this was great. Love the editing. Can't wait for the Blu-ray release. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know, man. (laughs) Strange Monkey, uh, this was awesome. Great job. I was looking forward to it all week. Yeah, man. And thank you so much. And Strange Monkey, (laughs) he actually gave me three different ones. And he he actually recorded the videos before we whittled it down to once. So I was like, "Wow, man, you're you're all right." <laughs> uh, Ginger Ninja saying, "Awesome work, Night and Crew. Thanks for letting me be a part of it. Thank you so much, too, man." Um, and obviously, for everyone, and we do have a a little bit of an outro and just saying thanks to everyone, and also listing everybody that was featured or supported or helped. So we'll do that in a second, but also obviously to say everyone that was in this project, all these channels, they're really great channels, great creators themselves. These guys here on the panel, obviously. So if you have not checked out their channel, if you, if you don't know who they are, definitely check them out and say hello because they're all really nice people and they're really talented. And obviously uh, joining in on a project like this, it's not a small task. So we really appreciate that and definitely check them out, support their channel share this out, share their channel out, all those types of things, because um, this this community of folks, this quote-unquote horror community or movie community, whatever we want to call it, um, really, really cool. And um, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah. speaking for, for, obviously, for Coriander and Killian, you guys have always been support, so supportive of us, and we hope that this can in some way help support you guys um, as well. So that was kind of part of what we were really yeah. happy to do this project for. Um That's awesome. Jason's in the chat, the J-Man. You did such a great job. <laughs> Thanks so much, man. We appreciate that. Nice to see you too, man. Nice to see you too. All right, guys. Oh, and Alex. <laughs> he says, seriously, great show. Excellent picks all around. <laughs> and thank you for not picking anything from the Leprechaun series. Oh, man. Uh, he means right that. <laughs> he means that. You know, know me, man. <laughs> There would have been no leprechaun on this. Well, I was waiting to hear something from Troll too, but it just, oh. just didn't happen. I put Lamageddon in as a choice. <laughs> you know that that almost made it, Triv. It almost made it. 
when we were all picking that one out of the three, it almost made it. Cause I was like, you know what? No one's going to expect that one. <laughs> no one really. Uh, Mr. Dan saying, I need to check out everyone's channel. Yes, you do, man. And everyone check out Dan's channel too. He's really, really cool. Very, very cool guy. Um, so yeah, so we'll get ready to end it there. Any final thoughts? Oh, Kill, I'll I'll turn it over to you and Coriander for a second since I've done all the talking here. But any final thoughts for you, Kill? Did this no, countdown go the way you thought as far as just, you know, the I mean, this was this was great. This was great. And I, I believe it, for me, it was only about like three of them I hadn't seen. But okay. I, I just want I, Coriander, you, you, the my memory of the Wizard of Oz, thank you for that. And I will have nightmares tonight. Thank you for bringing that, <laughs> those deep rooted sadness of, you know, scary things back to life because that was an awesome pick. But this mm-hmm. whole thing was just great. And I'm um, so happy it, it, everybody got together for this. It was awesome. Absolutely. How about you, Coriander? You know, this, it was so much fun and to see what everybody had to choose and what they all had to say about it was great. And I was just, I'm just happy to be a part of it. So yeah. Thank you, Knight. Hey, yeah, thank you. Thank you for, for all the help that, that you did with the behind the scenes stuff. It was greatly appreciated. Uh, (laughs) David says no psycho, no poltergeist, no interview with a vampire. Actually, David, and, and in this, in this, quick little uh, credit roll, whatever. There is a little moment that might actually reference one of those, because again, we did have some folks um, that we had in the montage. If, you know, if they came in a little late in the process and we still wanted to have them as a part of this. So you might, you might see something, David, if you get to hang around. So, um, but yeah, nobody picked psycho just to throw Mm -hmm. that out there. And I was actually kind of surprised by that. So I was surprised Reverend Kane didn't make the list from Poltergeist 2. Yes, yes, because he was creepy as hell. You know, mm-hmm. you know, you know. I like Kane, mm-hmm. but he, for me, anyways, he didn't trump The Shining. Like I was just like, no, I just gotta go with The Shining, man. <laughs> no, but um, but anyways, guys, we'll get ready to head on out here. We'll play the intro, uh, the outro, uh, for you guys. Just thanking everyone, and if we did miss anyone, which hopefully we didn't, um, we just want to say we want to thank everyone who either joined this project. Talk to us about it. Talk to me about it. Supported me. Uh, supported the channel. And uh, and a couple of people that weren't able to join it, we'll try to get you guys the next time. But we really appreciate everyone coming together to do it. So anyways, awesome. and thank you guys on the panel for joining us. Sorry we started late, yeah. but this was fun oh. to just have you guys here as usual and uh-huh. um, and to hang out for a little bit. So all yeah, right, guys. You're quite welcome. So I'll play this outro out. And, and uh, I got we'll one final thing I want to say before you do the outro. But sure. um, I know when this was initially conceived, because if people don't know me, me and me and Knight, we talk like outside of social media a lot. And I know when you were on the original channel, when this was mm-hmm. initially conceived, because we talked on the phone. So I know how long this has been cooking in your head. And mm. I've told you before, you know, I understand, you know, with the editing and stuff, how long this is going to take you. So when you finally push that button to do this, this was a big task. And I just want to say, you know, all, you know, schmaltzy stuff aside, you, you hit a home run tonight. So yeah. I know you were nervous, no, but be very proud of tonight. No, thanks, you should be. man. I appreciate Ditto. that. Yeah. Thank you very Fantastic. much. I appreciate that. No doubt. No, thank Absolutely. you very much. I appreciate that. It was fun. And you definitely, uh, it was yeah. good having 
having that little bit of a talk, you know, with someone that had been, you know, obviously rooted in the community for a while. So no, mm -hmm. I, I appreciate it, man. I really do. But it was Absolutely. fun. And that, at the end of the day, that's what it was all about, just having fun. Mm -hmm. So, and when I catch the replay, I'll be able to just kind of watch it and just enjoy it. It's like, yeah, man, that's pretty good. So anyways, guys, here we go. We're going to do our outro. If you're watching this, if you're listening to this, you are the Night Watch. Peace out, guys. Here we go. Cheers. You think it's over now. You're wrong. What makes a scene scary to me are not those kind of scenes where they jump out at you and, and you hear noises in the dark. And, and you're left thinking to yourself, how in the hell is she going to get out of this situation? Uh, just some brilliant writing on the part of John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. And uh, probably one of the most iconic scenes in horror, in my opinion. So if a film really wants to shake me up, all it has to do is give me the sense of reality, which is the reason why slasher films are just so good. Once again, this is this very detailed and elaborate death scene where you see the head being severed and for a few split moments, the, the head is spinning in the air. You kind of see it reflected on this glass. In 1982's Poltergeist, and I am referring to the scene in which the tree crashes through the window and tries to eat Robbie. Just the whole thing about counting between thunderclaps, the moonlight coming through the window, and the music, the unnerving music, as the Freelings frantically run around the house to try and find out what the hell is going on. Now. Hold on to yourselves. It is the beast. Mm -hmm.